Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL podcast. Anthony here with you again. And what a weekend Labor Day was. A bunch of exciting games went down. I was able to attend one of them. And just a lot of great action, a lot of great football, a lot to get to this week. But first, let's get to some news. The Toronto Argonauts have announced on Tuesday that the club has agreed to a contract extension with offensive lineman Peter Nicastro. The 24-year-old has been an integral part of the CFL's best offensive line in 2023, starting all 10 games at both right guard and center while helping the boatmen get off to an amazing 9-1 start. Speaking of those Argos, themselves and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers will be looking to clinch a playoff berth this weekend as a win for either club would punch their ticket to the postseason. Toronto currently sits atop the East Division standings with 9-1 record after outclassing those Hamilton Tiger Cats on Labor Day. The team is a perfect 9-0 when franchise quarterback Chad Kelly has started and finished games this season and remain undefeated at home with 5-0. Winnipeg suffered a 32-30 overtime loss to Saskatchewan on Labor Day, though they still sit atop the West Division at 9-3, ahead of the Lions at 8-4 and the Riders at 6-5. The Blue Bombers were the first team to clinch a postseason berth in 2022 after starting the year with a record of 11-1. So it's unclear exactly what's happening in Hamilton right now with Duke Williams, though it doesn't appear as though it all is well between the team and the veteran receiver. There has been a lot going on with some cryptic stuff happening. The 32-year-old receiver suffered an injury in the third quarter of Hamilton's 41-28 loss to the Argos on Labor Day and he didn't return. He made two catches for 20 yards in the game, improving his season totals to 36 receptions and 510 yards and a touchdown. Williams is Hamilton's third leading receiver behind Tim White and Terry Godwin. He took to social media on Wednesday morning to post a cryptic message which has been removed since then. It said, It was good, Hamilton, but I'm out. And that's all he said. Kind of weird. Don't know what's going on. We'll have to wait and see. And finally, another exciting time for Canadian football. Youth sport and college football in Canada is back. This weekend was the kickoff to all college football for regular season games. On September 1st, Montreal played Concordia and they won 43-12. And Sherbrooke played McGill, but McGill took that one 26-14. The University of Calgary took on the University of Alberta, but it was the Golden Bears on top of this one 33-9. Saskatchewan played Manitoba and they won 30-27. UBC took on Regina and won 25-10. On September 2nd, St. Francis Xavier played Acadia and they won 23-6. St. Mary's played Bishops and Bishops won 38-10 in that one. September 3rd saw Carlton and Laurier take each other on when it was Laurier winning 20-15. York University continues to struggle a bit, although they did put up some impressive points, but they lost to Waterloo 53-32. Ottawa GGs took on the University of Toronto, and they won 15-10. 
Guelph played Windsor, and Windsor took this one, 41-18. McMaster University and our friend of the show, Coach Taylor McIntyre, took on Western, but it was Western winning this one, 34-22. There's more games coming up this week, so stay tuned as I'm going to be recapping both the college football as well as the CFL games moving forward. I love college football. It's super exciting, so even more football to talk about. Second and ten, another deep look, right down the middle for Hollins, he's got it, and another Lions touchdown. Caught it in a crowd, coverage was there, but Alexander Hollins has a 62-yard touchdown. And the Lions add to their lead. Labor Day weekend kicked off on Saturday with an unlikely matchup, one that doesn't happen very often. The BC Lions went out to Montreal to take on the Alouettes. And it was the Lions winning this one 34-25. Vernon Adams Jr. went 25-33, for 306 yards and 3 touchdowns. Taquan Mizell had 14 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown as well. Alexander Hollins had a big day receiving... Five catches, 88 yards, and two touchdowns. For Montreal, Cody Fajardo still had a good day, but he did struggle struggle, sorry, a little bit on the interceptions. 22 for 35, 308 yards, a touchdown, and those two picks. William Stanback had eight carries, and he broke 100 yards with 102 and a touchdown. Austin Mack had a crazy day in the air. Seven catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown. They won the toss. They wanted the ball, and they're about to get it. Short kick, what a start! Lothar hops all over it! Trickle just outside the 40, and the Riders have it! What a way to start this Labor Day clash! Looking to make it eight here. Dolagala waits, gets it away, quickly to go! Guns it into their shot, Bane Jr. Two-point conversion, nailed! The lead is eight! What a game this one was. Sunday night, Winnipeg Blue Bombers went out to Saskatchewan to take on the Riders. And in stunning fashion, it was those Riders winning the game and shocking the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 32-30 in overtime. For the Bombers, Zach Caleros went 13 for 26, 279 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Brady Oliveira considers to roll through the rushing lead. 17 carries for 88 yards and two touchdowns. Nick Dembski had a great day as well. Five catches, 118 yards. But it was those riders. Jake Dolagala had 22 for 39, 326 yards. Antonio Pipkin, the backup quarterback, even jumped in and he had two rushing touchdowns on the game. Jamal Morrow had nine carries for only 37 yards, but Tevin Jones had five catches for 96 yards. You just heard the crowd go nuts when Sean Bain Jr. caught that two-point conversion. Special shout-out here, Brett Lowther, a perfect 5-for-5 with his longest 53 yards. Great game, great win for those riders. Olette is passing it into the end zone. Touchdown. Dejon Brissett. We've seen A.J. Olette score them on the ground, and now we've seen his first CFL touchdown pass. On Labor Day Monday, this day kicked off with the Toronto Argonauts traveling out to Hamilton to take on the Cats, and it was 41-28 for those Argos. Chad Kelly went 15 for 23, 201 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. 
A.J. Olette had 12 carries for 79 yards. And Curly Gittens Jr. had 5 catches for 67 yards. Though A.J. Olette also had that huge 26-yard TD pass to Brissett. On the other side, Taylor Powell went 30 for 42, 296 yards, 3 touchdowns, 1 interception, and a very impressive performance. James Butler had 11 carries for 63 yards. Tim White was the big guy in the air for Powell. 8 catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Ford. Forced back. Way back. Now he moves to his left on the run. Trey Ford. Still going, and now he finds his face on the far side of the field. How about this? Ford to the 50, down to the 40, and will oh, eventually slide. Oh, Just brilliant stuff from the Canadian quarterback. Second and goal from the Edmonton five. Four options out to the left from there. He's going to run to the right. Jake Mayer on the run, looking to the end zone, and it's in. Touchdown, Calgary. Jake Mayer stuck it himself. In the second game of Monday's doubleheader for the Labor Day Classic, the Edmonton Elks traveled out to Calgary to take on the Stampeders, and in a really cold, smoky, rainy day, it was the Stampeders coming out on top 35-31. Trey Ford went 14 for 23, 137 yards and a touchdown, and he had 11 carries for 135 yards on the ground, including that crazy scramble that you just heard. Kevin Brown also had 12 carries for 89 yards as well, showing Edmonton's run game was almost unstoppable. Geno Lewis also had 5 catches for 55 yards, but it was that game on the ground. For Calgary, Jake Mayer went 27 for 34, 315 yards and an interception. Kadeem Carey had 9 carries for 55 yards. Mark and Michelle had four catches for 95 yards. But the other big story of the game, of course, as always, Rene Paredes, a perfect four for four as well, with his longest of 48 yards. Edmonton's win streak, unfortunately, has ended, and Calgary is looking to start theirs now. What a crazy Labor Day weekend that was. We'll be right back, and we're going to take a look ahead to week 14. What's up? This is 8-Deuce, Nick Lewis, 2021 Hall of Fame inductee. You're listening to Around the CFL Podcast. Week 14 kicks off on Friday, September the 8th, with the Hamilton Tiger Cats traveling out to Ottawa to take on the Red Blacks. And I'm actually going to go with Hamilton on this one. I think Hamilton's due for a win. They played impressive against Toronto, so I'm picking Hamilton. On Saturday, there's a triple header starting in the morning with the Montreal Alouettes heading out to Toronto to take on the Argos. No surprise, Argos are going to win this one for sure. Then game two of the triple header has the Saskatchewan Rough Riders going to Winnipeg for the Banjo Bowl in the revenge game for the Bombers. I'm going to say Saskatchewan is going to take this one as well. They played really well in Saskatchewan against Winnipeg. Winnipeg's going to be fired up, but I think Saskatchewan's going to come off of that, and they're going to win both of these games. And in the third game, another revenge game, the Calgary Stampeders are heading out to Commonwealth to take on the Elks. And I'm still going to go with the Elks. I think the Elks played good enough to win Labor Day. They came up a little bit short. I think they're going to tighten that stuff up. I'm picking the Elks to win this one over the Stampeders. That is it for us this week. You can follow us on Instagram and X at Around the CFL Podcast. 
And you can listen to our show anywhere you are on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And if you're enjoying the show, leave us a five-star review. We'll be back again next week, and until then, we'll see you later.